Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome again to Daily Dot Differently. Jeremy Kalmanowski here, and we are continuing our study of Tractate Sachim, today page 16, Chet Zion. We continue our rather uh, arcane conversation about purity laws, not something that modern Jews uh, have any occasion to actually practice, but was of huge concern to ancient Jews, and the more ancient you go, the more concerned they were with it. Um, and that's what I'd like to speak with you about today, because today uh, we will see on our page the name of possibly the most ancient sage that you will find in the Talmud. Uh, just to remind you, we've been talking about purity and impurity of food because they're discussing the destruction of Hametz on the eve of Passover, which might require you to destroy something which is ritually pure and might require you to destroy something which is ritually impure and whether or not those could be done together. So in the course of dis- discussing that question, they asked, well, what made it? What made this given hypothetical uh, item impure? And the, the suggestion is floated that uh, it became impure through the medium of a uh, impure liquid. Well, that leads us to a long conversation about the purity and impurity of liquids. Uh, I realize this is not something that uh, has any relevance to the practice of Judaism nowadays, but but it's still Torah, so we have to learn a little bit about it. Um, what I'd like to focus on is the fact that the question of purity of liquids was a significant ancient controversy, which you can even find uh, referenced in the Christian Bible, as Jesus is generally hostile to the, uh, the uh, multiplication of restrictions regarding purity, he is portrayed in the Christian Bible as confronting Pharisees who like the expansion of, uh, of ritual impurity questions. Uh, and similarly, we know in other texts, like the Dead Sea Scrolls, a very important uh, Dead Sea Scroll text known as, its technical name is 4QNMD, meaning it's taken out of the fourth cave at Qumran, and the scholars have dubbed it MMT, Mitzat Maseh Torah, in which they argue or the, the polemicists describe what the proper rule for it, uh, liquids, the purity of liquid in the temple would be. So in the course of our page, though, the sages debate whether or not liquids can ever be impure at all. Maybe liquids are just never sub, uh, subject to impurity. Maybe they are subject to impurity themselves, but cannot uh, it transmit that impurity to other items or people, and maybe they are fully uh, impure and fully transmitting in impurity, and that would be the strongest position, and whether those statuses are imposed by biblical law or rabbinic expansions. The only thing that I want to point to your attention uh, uh, on this page, which I find which I find quite interesting, is the citation of a Mishnah. It's near the top of Ted Zion Amaral, near the top of the of 16a. There's a citation of a Mishnah, which is in, in our Mishnah in another tractate called Eduyot, 
and eduyot means testimonies, the literary form of this tractate, which is typically older teachings by older authorities and considered to be extremely authoritative, is that the rabbis don't say X or Y or Z, the rabbis testify, Heid Rabbi so-and-so, not Amar Rabbi so-and-so. So they testify in this or that ancient position. And in our Mishnah of Edu Yod, now chapter 8, and the one that is cited here on our page, we have the following. Heid Yossi ben Yoezer Ish Sereda, Yossi ben Yoezer, the man of the town of Sereda, testified the following thing. El Kamsa Dachan, the Alhamashkin Beit Mitbachaya Dachan, then the Mishnah, our page doesn't cite it, but the Mishnah itself goes on and makes a comment about the transmission of the impurity that comes from uh, touching a corpse. And at the conclusion of that, our Mishnah in Eviot says that, that Yossi Ben Yosef is known as Yossi Sharia, Yossi the, Yossi the permitter, or, uh, or I guess Yossi the lenient, or something like that. So, but our page doesn't doesn't include that final, the final section. What's interesting to me is that Yossi ben Yoezer Ish Tzereda is not a, not a common figure you'll find very much in rabbinic liter- literature. Uh, but he is listed, for example, in Pirkei Avot at the very, very, very beginning of rabbinic tradition. Um, he's, he was only the, he's the first of the, he's one of the first of the pairs of Zugot, the pairs who, who pass on tradition is the, the, Prophets and the sages and the men of the great prophets described the men of the great assembly. Shimon Tzadik. Then there's Antigonos Ishoko, and now we get Yosi Yosi Benson To the extent that we can estimate a thing like this, he certainly lives prior to the beginning of the Christian era. He certainly lives, you know, during the time of the temple, and his position would appear to be. The debate on, on our page, whether he takes the more extreme or less extreme version of this, but his opinion would appear to be that there is no ritual impurity with respect to liquids at all. They don't receive it, they don't transmit it. Uh, which is a tremendously lenient, lenient position in the whole scope of ancient Jewish views. They argued forever over whether uh, a liquid, whether, whether that's blood or oil or water, was was possibly impure, and he seems to have taken quite a lenient position that it was not. But we have this little window from a, from a man who lived certainly 200 years or 300 years before even even most of the Mishnaic authorities, and certainly 500 years before the the Amoraic authorities, the people who make up the bulk of the Talmud. Uh, and we have this little window into this even more ancient dispute over those things. Hope you enjoyed that small historical note, and uh, look forward to studying with you again tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.